I'm Mike, and this is Between the Lines. And we're back. Uh, well, uh, I'm back anyway. Dave had some unfortunate family stuff uh, to take care of. Uh, so I'm going to be flying solo today. Um, we had some pretty hefty um, topics that we wanted to talk about this week. Uh, but unfortunately... Uh, with Dave not being here, I thought maybe we would save that for when he is here. Just because, um, you know, it's it's a pretty heavy topic. There's some financial stuff that goes into it. So um, I think it would be better um, if, we, if we waited for him um, before we went over that stuff. So what I have for us today is I want to go over um, something that recently happened um, near Williamsport, and it, it kind of shocked me when I first read the article. Um, so before we get into it, I just want to kind of give a, uh, you know, trigger warning, so to speak, uh, for anyone that's sensitive, because this is kind of heartbreaking. There were two um, little girls in Williamsport that were found. Um, after being missing for, I think, seven years now. It'd be, it'd be seven years now. I think it was maybe five years at the time. No, it would have been six years. Yeah. So uh, the last time these two little girls were seen was back in 2015. And they, they, they went missing, and nobody knew about it. Nobody had any idea that these girls were missing for five or six years. How sad is that? I mean, just think about that for a second. These these innocent little girls, um, one was four and one was six. Uh, so we have a four-year-old Jasmine Snyder and a six-year-old Nicole Snyder. Um it's believed that the older girl was buried in 2016 and the younger girl was buried later in 2017. Uh, the mother, 32-year-old Marie Snyder, uh, this is from the Alternative Press, 32-year-old uh, Marie Snyder and her partner, 26-year-old uh, Echo Butler, were arrested on charges of child endangerment and obstruction in Lycoming County. Authorities have opened a homicide investigation, uh, as originally reported by the Sun Gazette. It's it's what's strange to me is that these two little girls went missing for so long, and nobody noticed anything. Like how does that how does that happen? How do how do two human beings just disappear and nobody questions it? Or nobody even knows about it. That's the thing. It's one thing for people to go missing and not be found. That happens all the time. But nobody even knew that these girls were missing. That's the that's the part that's that that saddens me. 
Um, authorities reported, according to the attorney, uh, all, uh, excuse me, the Associated Press article, uh, authorities said the father of the girls reported last having seen them on, in 2015, the same year as their last contact with medical, court, or other personnel. Robert Mosteller of the Township Police Department said that officials were allegedly told in September the girls were staying with a friend, but they never got a name. So, essentially what's going on here is there was a custody dispute, I, I would assume at some point, between mother and father. The mother got custody of the kids. The father never saw his kids again at some point. So, in around 2015... The mother just completely cuts ties with everybody. Um, and the father never sees his kids again. Now, first off, something has to be said. Um, again, we're not, we're not blaming the father in any way, but something has to be said for a father uh, that doesn't see his kids uh, this was reported on November 2021. So at that point, he hadn't seen his kid for six years. Now, maybe I'm missing something. In With all due respect, uh, the father could have been fighting to, to, to find his kids. Um, he could have been you know, doing things behind the scenes that nobody knows about. But if my kid is missing for six years and I have any inkling that anything happened to them from the mother or whatever, I would be raising ungodly hell. Um, I would be screaming to uh, the rooftops in the press, in the media. Um, there isn't a news station in the country that wouldn't cover something like this. This is media gold, as somber and melancholy as that is. Um you know, this is, this is, uh, you know, ratings, ratings gold for, for, um, local news stations. So Marie Steiner was arrested at her Clinton County workplace on November 4th and review refused to provide information about the whereabouts of the missing girls. The property was searched several times over in the next few days and the remains were found buried in the backyard over the weekend. Um, I, I really don't even know like the depths of evil that a person would have to be in order to, uh, take the life of a child. Um, apparently the, the, um, children were heavily neglected and were malnourished by any standards. They were, they were refused food um they were sleeping on the ground uh, i think i not like the outside on the ground but on the floor um it was reported by family friends that there would be pizza parties at the house and the the kids weren't allowed to have any of the pizza they they were skinny uh thin skin and bones and weren't allowed to have any of the good food they had to eat whatever else it was uh, that was reported, but they weren't allowed to participate in the pizza party with the rest of the people. They had to eat on their own um, the little bit that they were given. Um, it, it's been reported that they were just not treated well. My question would be, um, you know, A, the one girl was six years old, so she should have been registered for kindergarten, 
why was there no investigation as to why this child wasn't registered for kindergarten? And if there was, why did nobody hear about it then? When a girl's missing, and the reports are that the mother just kept telling people that they're staying with friends, they're staying with friends, they're staying with friends. Well, how long how long does a child stay with friends before they're living with that person? You know what I mean? Like how long can you stay someplace, quote unquote, uh, without you being considered that that's your that's your residence? So what I'm getting at is why why was this not followed up on earlier while these girls were still alive? Uh, it's been reported that children and youth were notified on several occasions uh, of misdeeds in the home, and they were, who knows what happened. I don't want to say they were ignored, uh, but it doesn't appear as if they were followed up on because these two girls were allowed to perish uh, and were buried in their backyard, and nobody batted an eye. It doesn't seem at least from from my point of view, it certainly doesn't seem as if anyone even gave a shit bureaucratically. You know, um, children and youth, th- how this eventually came out was because of children and youth, but it wasn't because of these two girls. Children and Youth Services, according to the Associated Press article, um, the Children and Youth Services Department earlier took custody of a, of a son for care. In early September, the agency began investigating after reports of concerns about educational issues involving a seven-year-old son. Officials then learned that Marie Snyder had two other children who were unaccounted for and last month sought help from police. So it wasn't until there was an educational issue with a, th- with a third child that any of this even uh, you know, came to light. So she was, she was allowed to kill her two other kids. And the only reason why anything came up was because her seven-year-old son had educational issues. Neighbors had reported calling children and youth several times about the girls, um, you know, being dirty and malnourished and skinny and all this other stuff. And I mean, I, I, from what I'm reading here, uh, children and youth only, only started, uh, doing an investigation in early September for a completely unrelated child, a, a completely different child on a completely different circumstance, educational issues. I get it. I, I get it that, um, y- you know, the police aren't going to catch every bad guy. Uh, children and youth aren't going to catch every, you know, bad parent. But I know parents that have had children and youth called to their house because of ex-boyfriends and ex-girlfriends. You know, anonymous tips. And children and youth show up to perfectly good homes Maybe those homes are a little messy. I'll be honest. I have a kid. I know how hard it is to keep a to keep an occupied house clean. Uh, so maybe maybe those houses were a little uh, disheveled. But I wouldn't say that that the that uh, the people I'm talking about. I wouldn't say that their houses were condemnable 
or anything along those lines. It, it just boggles my mind that children and youth can, they'll investigate anything in most cases, even if it's unsubstantiated, but these little girls were allowed to die. What was it about these reports that made them, you know, back off? You know, I've had, I've had friends that had children and youth called on them because they allowed their toddler to run around in their backyard in a diaper. I mean, this is summer. This isn't in the middle of winter. This is in the summer. And they allow their, their, their toddler less than, less than six years old for sure. Cause obviously is a kid in a diaper, but you know, under six, probably under four. I can't remember how old they were at the time, but children and youth showed up because of reports, not even not the, the police didn't see this and weren't worried about it. These were anonymous tips from neighbors that their four, we'll say four, four-year-old child was running around naked other than a diaper in their backyard. In all honesty, you, you know, what's wrong with that? What's wrong with a kid running around in, in their diaper outside in the summer when it's, when it's hot out? What's the difference between that and putting the kid in a bathing suit? I don't understand. I don't get it. I, I just, I, I don't understand the frivolousness of the bureaucracy that is children and youth. How did, how did this fall through the cracks? And the state police too. I mean, I've had, I've had state police, uh, not state police. Okay, I'll, I'll correct that. I've had local police knock on my door because I'm playing my guitar too loud in my, in my house but they won't they won't investigate kids being malnourished and and mistreated and locked in uh locked in their bedrooms and buried in the backyard only after the fact i mean i get i get it i get it i'm not a big fan of warrantless searches or or intrusion into privacy at this and 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 things along those lines at the same time if we're going to be doing these breaches of privacy and if we're going to be assuming that all this is normal and that the that the fourth and fifth amendments you know are are malleable so to speak that we can carve out exceptions for exigent circumstances which supreme court has ruled over and over again uh, about the ability of police officers and government officials being able to enter a property without warrant um, for exigent circumstances i.e a bank robber and this is an extreme example but a bank robber flees to a private home with a weapon, the police are 100% allowed to enter that home after that fleeing bank robber without a, first obtaining a warrant for the safety of themselves and everyone inside. So there are exigent circumstances. 
and the eminent violence, eminent violence or risk of death is a qualification of exigent circumstances, according to any legal scholar. So police and children and youth and all of them would have been well within their rights to take those children on the spot without a warrant and if nothing else, get in and inspect the home and check on the kids without a warrant, even even if they weren't able to take them without uh, a judge's warrant. In most cases, children and youth and the police will stay on premises while somebody goes and gets an emergency warrant for custody of those kids. So I just, I understand that this is just one case, but... In this little community, and Williamsport seems like a big place, and this is reported as Kogan Station, so I'm not exactly sure where the address is, but it, it it's in the Williamsport area. But Williamsport seems like a big place, but in comparison to Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, Harrisburg, other cities, we're still just a small town. You know, this is a small community in comparison to most most urban areas if you want to call Williamsport an urban area it's a rural urban city it's it's the biggest little small town in Pennsylvania but what I'm what I'm getting at is in this small community there's I just find it so hard to believe that these that these kids were forgotten and ignored because of either ineptitude or or ignorance or I mean obviously there had to have been some ignorance to it like they had no idea that this is going on I would imagine that if children and youth had credible information about mistreatment of children that that I mean that's it's in the fucking job title children and youth I mean that that's why you're there what are we doing here you know so these uh these these two little girls are are exhumed and taken to Erie for autopsies and it was found that they they uh they essentially starved to death so this the the eldest the oldest little girl watched Sorry, the youngest little girl, the four-year-old, watched her older sister die at three years old because it was a year earlier. And then shortly after that, starved to death herself. All the while, there's there's a seven-year-old boy who watched both his sisters die. I just, the evil that exists in this world is immeasurable. Just the, and people, people think that evil is a, is a tangible thing that you can reach out and touch or that you can, or that you can spot right away that it's, that it's overt and and out in the open but evil 
evil comes in many shapes and sizes. And I don't mean evil in a biblical sense or, or evil in, in a religious text. Um, what I mean is evil as in the opposite of good. That there's just something bad in this person that makes them function differently than the rest of us. I couldn't allow a child to starve to death, let alone two, and then bury them in the cold dirt in my backyard and then watch those holes sink as they decompose and then plant flowers over top of them or whatever whatever happened or mow the lawn next to where their corpses lie rotting in the ground that's evil folks that's evil your own kids i get i get i get worried when my when my kid gives a cold or a sniffle or his allergies are acting up. I, I it bothers me. <laughs> I I have trouble when my kid goes to stay the night someplace because I'm I'm not I'm no longer in control. So that bothers me. But they can she can let her kids rot in the soil in her backyard under the sod like they're like they're less than less than garbage. <sighs> it's hard for me to sit here and not get outraged over things like this, but I, I guess the the awareness that I'm that I'm trying to bring to this is what where did the where did the um where was the misstep? Where where did where is this where's the crack that these that these kids fell through how can we how can we make sure that this never happens again because god knows it shouldn't have happened in the first place i'm so i'm so pissed off personally at children and youth because like i said i know people that have had that have had children and youth called on them and have had to because when when children and youth gets involved, you're guilty until proven innocent. Your kids are taken, your your life is upheaved, and you end up having to be the one to go through hell to try to prove that you're innocent. It's not it's not the other way around. Maybe that's what's going on here. Maybe, and I'll try to give children and youth the benefit of the doubt for a moment, but maybe it was something where they didn't have enough evidence. I find that very hard to believe, but if I'm playing devil's advocate, um, maybe um, maybe they did investigate and they they weren't able to find enough to to take the kids away. But I I find that hard to believe. If these kids were starving, if these kids were starving enough to where they perished from it, there would have been other signs. When you're starving, you get sick, you get sores, you get, it's not, there. there's outward evidence of it. You get pale, you, you, 
you go a little nuts, your hair starts to fall out. You, you, you know, when you're starving for a long period of time, there are physical signs. So now you're telling me that these kids never, never went outside. Okay, fine. But there were people that visited that house. Like I said, there were multiple reports made to children and youth about the conditions of those kids. And all they would have to do is show up at the door and say, we need to, we need, we need, we need to get in and see these kids. And then as soon as they deny it, I don't know what, I don't, I can't imagine. I, I don't know the judges personally in the bench, but I've, I know most of the judges by name, Nancy Butts and, and, and all of those. Um, uh, what's, the, what's the other one? Oh, I know them by, I say I know them by name and then I can't remember their names. But at, at any rate, you know, I can, I can picture all their faces. We'll put it that way. I can picture every judge in Lycoming County courtroom, um, and none of them would deny a warrant just to check on the kids. Like, a warrant for a, a welfare check on a child is is a very low bar. All you have to do is you just need, uh, you know, per- permission from the judge to enter the house. And once there's a court order inspection... All you'd have to do is just look at the kids. Get a get a court order for a medical exam. And that's all it would take. It just I guess it really upsets me that these two little girls fell through the crack. From 2015 until 2021, nobody knew these girls existed. That's sad. These girls lived a whole life. A whole life. It was a short life, but they lived a whole life and nobody knew they existed. Minus the father. I still have questions about the father. I, I need to know more about this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be investigating it, but I, I keep seeing things. I keep seeing things come in. Um, you know, about this. And I just, I feel like this is going to be one of those things that gets swept under the news reel because right after this happened, an election happened, you know, this was news right around, um, oh no, this wouldn't have been during election time. This is 2021. So I take that back. But the, right after this happened, I, I remember there was something, well, obviously Corona has been a thing. So that's always in the headlines and we have, such a short memory in this country that as soon as the next news cycle hits, we forget what happened last week. So I just, I don't want this to get buried in the news cycle. I don't want these girls to be forgotten until they get justice. And I mean, full justice, not just, you know, these parents, they're going to go to jail and they're going to go to jail for life because these kids were murdered in essence by their by the those that were entrusted the most to take care of them and but I when I say justice not only by punishing those that were responsible for their death but there should also be justice in the sense that children and youth needs to p- pony up and give us a authentic heartfelt explanation as to why this fell through the cracks why were all of these reports to children and youth ignored I mean, if they, if, if they can show me reports 
and and by me, I, I don't mean me personally, but if they can show the public, if they could show the public reports that kind of outline each complaint and that each complaint was investigated and their hands were tied because of due process or civil rights and privacy and stuff like that. Okay. I get you. You're, you know, you're off the hook because I'm, I'm a big proponent of people's rights and things like that. But those kids had rights too. Those kids had basic inalienable rights given to them by God. And of those are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. They never got any of those things. They never got to experience a good life. They never got to experience the freedom of being a child, the liberty of being a child, and they never got to pursue any form of happiness. Their life consisted of years of misery, six years and four years of misery. That's not right. That's what's wrong with our society. You can look this up. Um, it's it's a you know it's a pretty big deal right now in the Williamsport area. So just um, just Google two kids found Williamsport, and all of the articles will pop up. Do all your due diligence. Do your research. Look into this because I don't want this to go away. We need to pressure through comment and you know um, maybe even calling certain representatives. Um, I'm certainly going to get in touch with contacts that I have um, and and make sure you know see if I can find a way for people to get in touch with them. Um, call your representatives, especially if you live in this area, the Williamsport area. Call the representatives in your area and tell them that you want justice for these girls. Tell them that you want to see an investigation, an internal, independent investigation into children and youth. Nicole Snyder and Jasmine Snyder. Nicole and Jasmine. Keep their names alive because there doesn't appear to be a family that's mourning for them. And they don't appear to have any kind of true advocates. So just remember those names, Jasmine and Nicole. Because, you know, it's unfortunate that these things, that bad things happen to children at all. But when children pay the ultimate price because adults are fucked up, that's unfair to them and it's unfair to children everywhere. They didn't ask to be born into a life of misery only to be snuffed out by evil, evil people. 
You can find us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash PA between the lines. Um, or you can find us on Twitter at the BTL podcast. You can visit us uh, on our website, the BTL podcast.com. Uh, leave us a like, leave us a comment. Um, you can go to Spotify and uh, leave a comment on our podcast. Subscribe, Spotify.com. Um, links on the website to all of our episodes. Um, you know, follow us on Spotify. Become part of the family. You know, hit the hit the bell so you get alerted uh, when we um, when we drop an episode. I'd like to give a shout out to Postal Productions. Um, the, that is the company that hosts our website for a ungodly cheap amount of money. Um, so I want to give them a shout out, postalproductions.com, uh, go there, uh, and look into their hosting options. Um, it's, it's amazing what you can get done, uh, on their servers and things like that. Fully integrated, uh, web hosting, email, uh, the, the whole deal. Uh, you're, you're responsible for maintaining the website, so on and so forth, but the hosting is all done by Postal Productions at postalproductions.com. Shout out to Adam over at Postal Productions. At any rate, again, you can find us facebook.com forward slash PA between the lines. We're on Twitter at the BTL podcast and on our website at the BTL podcast.com. You can always write us a letter um, between the lines, PO box two, two, one Muncie, Pennsylvania, one, seven, seven, five, six. Um, send us a check or money order too. We're, you know, any, 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 uh, any donations to the show are always welcome. We have a PayPal link on our page as well as, uh, we're working on our Patreon page. We, we had it up. It's, it's kind of here up and down, so on and so forth, but you can donate to the show if you feel like you get any kind of value um, out of our context or context, if you get any kind of value out of our content and you enjoy our ramblings, um, you know, donate to the show so that we can keep it going. Uh, podcasting is not hard and it's not free. Uh, so we do put some stuff into bringing these shows out to you guys. And we want to keep doing this as long as we can. Um, we enjoy doing it. Um, it's fun to get get the message out to to the folks and and um, bring you guys this show every week. So one more time, facebook.com forward slash PA between the lines on Twitter at the BTL podcast. And you can find us at the BTL podcast dot com PO box 221 Muncie, Pennsylvania, 17756. Everyone, just have a great week. Um, keep those two girls, Jasmine and Nicole, keep them in your mind. Everyone, have a wonderful time and be good to yourselves and each other. Bye.